Hi, welcome to Bangalore Bits. Hey, Subo, how are you? Good. How are you? Good. So, you, uh, you got cash, no? <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, I, I successfully... I have, uh, I have sufficient amount of cash. <laughs> so, after our last episode, <clears throat> I uh, took the courage, uh, went to the bank, right. and I took almost an hour. Okay. I, I got money. But my problem now is I got all 2,000 rupee notes. <laughs> and I couldn't exchange it anywhere, actually. <laughs> You are a rich beggar. So it looks like I have to again go and stand in the queue to change 2000 into uh, is, is somebody giving you that? <laughs> Let me know that. Yeah, I'll, I'll try this week. <laughs> <clears throat> so, in related to that, yeah. this is a pretty hot topic now. Yeah. Seriously hot topic. Yeah. Uh, it has been discussed at all levels. Uh, so, uh, so, why don't we talk about how do you go completely cashless? And so, <laughs> in addition to what is it, we will not talk about black money or... <laughs> no, 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 nothing. This is probably our, uh, our few two cents. Yeah. <laughs> nothing to do with... Our two sort of... Or yeah. black money. We'll so, how people can adopt... Cashless, a, yeah. A, a cashless option. Yeah. Considering now they are struggling with lot of their day-to-day payments right, right. so yeah, one is how you can adopt cashless and what other uh, developments around cashless is happening and stuff like that we'll talk about those things right so uh, why don't we start with uh, uh, the rba's initiative right um, the new initiative called upi yeah right uh, unified payment interface yeah so they spin off a separate company correct um, yeah. So, I mean, it's called NPCA, National Payment something. Yeah, NPCA. National Payment Processing or something. Yeah. Uh, so, what do they do actually? So, what what is the idea? Um, I think National I think Payments Corporation of India. Yeah. <laughs> so, I think, like, uh, I mean, like, uh, RBA was, I think, initially involved in those uh, transactions, which is, like, basically where you're mm-hmm. transacting between two banks and stuff like that. And uh, uh, over the years, I think that's been growing in a very large numbers. Okay. And uh, RBI just set up this separate entity called National Payments Corporation for managing the interbank transfers and stuff like that as an independent company. Okay. So, which is a combination of multiple banks, which is in India, which is about 21 or 22 banks, which are there in India. So, they are all put together with the corpus of 300 crore fund. Mm-hmm. RBI set up this separate entity which can basically um, okay. manage its own by itself creating those interfaces and API layers which can be developed for transferring interbank transactions or develop its own products for managing transaction economy as right. okay. so, so it is like uh, it is own company where it can have its own roadmap of building products which can cater to transactions and stuff like that or interbank transactions and stuff like that so that is one aspect of it <clears throat> the other aspect of it is that uh, NPCI also uh, linked other into their uh, UPI product so that is another development which mm-hmm. we are seeing it. we'll go to that in detail so what is the other question so uh, so, th- so this is I understand is primarily uh, built around smartphone ecosystem right right yeah so uh, you use smartphone as a mechanism for authentication correct correct yeah uh, now if you want to really we want to understand little go a little deep, deep into this i think what we need to understand is um, the whole idea how india rapidly moving towards cashless is something which we understand then we can just go 
into UPI and NPCI and other things. Right, yeah. So, <clears throat> what is happening right now is that we have been seeing this e-commerce development quite a bit. Uh, like, so, uh, let me ask, uh, in terms of uh, adoption of this, uh, adoption, of yeah, adoption of UPI. Okay. Uh, so, it, it looks like it's, it's also a pretty steep curve, right? Uh, I mean, banks need to adopt. Yeah. Then they have to sell it to customers and customers need to start using it. Yeah. Um, so, uh, what do you think as like sort of challenges? Because it took so much time for them to, for banks to get onto a, like an IMPS sort of a mode, right? For this uh, cashless exchange. Okay. So, uh, and I mean, as per uh, the article what I read uh, or the interview from the uh, NCBA uh, chairman, oh. so he said around 85 banks. Uh, came on IMPS over a period of three years right, right, yeah. and looks like uh, this new one is also going to take probably even that time or yeah I mean less than that or more than that we don't know yeah so I mean the time is a factor that I don't think anybody can predict anything on that but they are laying laying back the infrastructure blocks in place right for both all the financial organizations and other stuff I think the important point on the transaction side we have to understand is that uh, we have got like about 80% or uh, 80% is transactions on cash and less, I mean, maybe about 20-25% is based on the cards and stuff like that. And what I other see, I, development I see is that uh, this establishment of <coughs> ATMs and point of sale terminals are very expensive. Mm. And what UPI and other thing does is that uh, basically, you can have a cell phone. A merchant can just have a cell phone, hmm. and he can start receiving payment automatically. Okay. Hmm. So that basically eliminates the need for having in a point of sale system, which can process payment basically. All oh, right. Yeah. So hmm. that is something which is which is a key driver I would probably see from this, and we we can also leave our like probably. Skip. No, but this so I mean just to. Talk about the workflow here. Oh, okay. So you, as a let's say as a trader, I am. Okay. So or a seller, oh. um, or a small shop owner, right. whatever it is. Yeah. So I still need to have a bank account with some. Yeah, bank. You, you need to have a bank account. You, if you enable your bank account, link that with other. Correct. One part is done, and then I am as a customer. I walk into your shop, mm. and then I have any bank application basically, which is which compliant with UPI. Correct. Which is unified payment process, I mean interface, which the bank application has to implement that UPI interface. And then what happens is then I will basically, uh, it, depending on how you, your implementation goes, you can either put a biometric or QR code or anything. Right, right, yeah. Okay. And then I authenticate myself and then the bank is able to identify my, my identity with the help of uh, other system. Okay. And they can authenticate and then pass it off. The whatever cash I need to pay, it okay. gets so there is there is no really uh, I we don't there, know, there is no credit card okay. kind of a payment processing yeah so that is one but I think also uh, there is no charge then uh, to the because now uh, if you do a tr- credit card transaction yeah. at, at a trader right yeah. so he is going to take two percent right hit uh, on his overall yeah. margin. Yeah. Uh, and that's something he is going to pay to who, whichever bank yeah. is offering him that. So Th- this is in a replacement to cash, which is like you are you are using your uh, in, you are using your internet account or a savings account okay. to pay somebody, right? So, so there, there is, is no charge. There is no charge on this basically. So which is like you are using your cash instead of your cash, you are using your digital cash. I mean, which is like 
why authenticated and stuff like that. Okay. No, I, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I have not used, but still, uh-huh. even NAFT or INPS, right? Okay. Uh, Banks still charge uh, people, right? No, they don't. They don't charge, no. So, <coughs> so this is like a... Yeah. Service, I mean, this, the whole service is free. Yeah, because, see, I... As a wallet or a bank, there could be a, there could be a charge between the NPCI and the bank mm-hmm. for providing the infrastructure and Correct. API calls and yeah, stuff yeah. like that. That's what I thought. So there is some yeah. cost difference. That but that has nothing to do with the financial transaction which you do in Visa or a Master. Okay. Right. So there is a difference. No, that's a more of a credit system. Right? Yeah. So yeah. Visa or a Master, you you that is where a lot of people get confused, right? So mm-hmm. this is more of a. If there is a bank, bank transfer, right? yeah, and if there could be a small amount of transaction or a fee exchange between the bank and NPCI for providing that infrastructure as it is. Mm. So what advantage I see here is that uh, as a country we may even skip credit card and uh, I mean like the card systems much. Mm. The adoption of it the card system maybe correct. probably will go less. No, it is also good, right? Because uh, the, I mean credit card I think at some point uh, makes you to spend. Yes. Even though you don't have the money with you, right? Yeah. And that's pretty dangerous, right? We, we are seeing so many issues, yeah. especially in, in I mean countries like USA where a lot of people are sunk into the credit card yeah. debt. That's a different tra- I mean discussion altogether. Correct. Yeah. So this is one ca- one use case what you said, which which UPI is coming in like this. And the other use case I can think of is that. Uh, so basically, you are like, like the, the penetration of point of sale systems are validating that mm-hmm. the merchant validating the point of sales data between the bank and stuff like that goes off, and he need not collect uh, like the uh, the different banks processing independently and then process them and stuff right. like that. So it all that goes off. And other thing, what happens is that the distribution of ATMs can also eliminate. I mean, like you don't need to establish so many ATMs and put cash everywhere because to distribute cash also you need to spend a lot of money basically yeah and it's pretty risky also. yeah and printing mm-hmm. distributing them and it did, you, did you read yesterday's story I mean since you're talking about ATM uh-huh. um, in Bangalore actually uh-huh. the, the guy who yeah uh, <laughs> close to one point yeah, right. some crores actually yeah. so the, the driver just took it's the just car and, <laughs> and drove it <laughs> So those and when, when, I, when I look at the, the, the whole, it is pretty risky business actually. Yeah. If I see the, they, they kind of put the timeline, you know, yeah. how that happened. So it seems like they jump from one bank to another and carry crores of rupees. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, literally on public road, Correct. right? Correct. Anything could happen. Yeah. So all that can go away. I mean, like it's not going to happen tomorrow or something, but slowly it can go away. And uh, the mobile phone penetration is much higher than point of sale system. So what happens is that like anybody, any merchant tomorrow just buying a mobile phone automatically he can start processing. Correct, yeah. So that is another thing. Other thing can happen is that uh, the person to person, peer to peer money transfer can happen very easily. Right. Yeah. So as long as if both of us have, if I have a cash and you have a, both somebody, of us have mobile somebody, phones. I think uh, the, the key is mobile phones because even if somebody doesn't know to use internet. Yes. And doesn't know to access a bank account. Yeah. Because I see so many people are struggling yeah. with that. Yeah. So for them, I think mobile is a pretty natural interface. Yes. Right? So here what happens <laughs> is like you, if, if there is an application built for like either from NPCI or like from anybody else. So what happens is like, since I can just authenticate myself, everybody can do a transaction without even having any kind of bank. Correct. Yeah. 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 
so even like a wallet company can uh, tomorrow allow two people to transfer money between them yeah so this is some of those innovations are very unique and it is happening only in india i mean like just very rare we see such chances yeah exactly but i think that the whole demonetization though it's pretty painful uh, for general citizen right mm-hmm. i think i still don't see this kind of push uh, from different i think i i still gets couple of emails from the banks i okay. i have accounts with mm-hmm. they keep sending but i don't see a mass campaign around this cashless economy actually right? this will happen actually if but now is the time to do it right yeah. it's it actually the iron is very hot now so they can <laughs> heat it very hard now right so they could even establish kiosk right in front of the, all the <laughs> i mean bank queues right and say enroll for it yeah but i th- i think that is slightly different topic because they wanted to keep that information not disclosed anywhere not to prepare and it is basically that information if that gets leaked out they want to handle it in a different way mm-hmm. but this is like happening in a different tangent altogether like i mean it is fortunately or unfortunately for india it is like no no what i'm saying is like the, in, in there's such a big queue in front of why don't bank have somebody at least distribute a like a pamphlet or something okay. i have never seen in in front of any banks yeah i mean th- i am sure they're not doing a good job of this is the right time to, to explain it yeah right? i see that confusion lot of confusion about digital upi especially even among lot of educated guys because they look at that as a gateway like a visa or master because mm-hmm. they don't understand really what it really drives even i thought like that no. <laughs> so it is actually it is a very very innovative step what right. these yeah, guys yeah. are doing yeah. and it's good actually okay i mean as an extension to talk about uh, i don't know if you have you i mean we probably talked about in the previous episodes about m visa right, right. Yeah. and i had a pretty good experience of using that uh, especially for my uh, uh, i mean the direct home oh. tata sky right. payment actually okay. uh a couple of banks have signed in uh, i think icici state bank also is right. doing it now so i think what i saw is innovative is so uh, when data say gives you an alert on your tv screen okay saying you have to pay right you can literally actually if you have an mvisa enabled bank app so yeah. in icici case it is pockets yeah. i think state bank i don't know it, it right. may be something else so you just click on that alert which comes on your screen yeah. and then it immediately shows an option to pay in visa to click that right, right. and it gives you a qr code yeah. and then just scan with the mobile phone using the pockets app and you're done yeah right yeah so uh, and also pockets is is also a sort of a wallet account right. uh, but it's it is far more dependable than other wallets right. like paytm or others because okay. this is integrated well with your bank okay. the bank is running it right, right. and you can actually transfer money directly uh, and the I mean the interface to access the pocket account is also through your bank Correct. portal actually yeah, right. so that way i like yeah see i mean like you said no that is exactly how so imagine if if actually all the uh, like say grocery stores right. uh, display this yeah um, and then you just i mean Swipe. scan it and yeah. you're done actually yeah, exactly <laughs> and that adoption will happen actually because i see that moving forward uh, that is the biggest way even you should be able to for 20 30 rupees you should be able to digitally transfer your Correct, money yeah. very easily yeah. because there is no charges involved in that and that is one point as you said like if uh, the mobile wallets start using upi then what happens is that you can enter the, the charging recharging is the biggest market in india 
if you look at it correct like, yeah. all this tata sky or like yeah. mobile phones or any of them even 10 rupees 5 rupees you can reach and like they are like extremely small amounts in chu and even now what is happening is that you are going and paying that 5 rupees to somebody physically and then you get digital it gets converted into a digital cashless so I, i don't know the, the sign up process how difficult it is maybe we have to experience it as a trader what it uh, what what all it they need to do right. to enroll themselves into it yeah but i say even like uh, i mean your milk guy right yeah, yeah. they can all use it like. yeah absolutely they just like absolutely any he just comes with a printout and say okay sir scan it done not even required he can just need to have his mobile phone which right. is compliant with this any of his bank account link and which is uses your i mean upi and it automatically can take processing i mean like there's absolutely nothing stops him doing it mm-hmm. i mean this is if it becomes successful then you are going to see hell a lot of thing and other uh, other benefit you are already seeing is that uh, the ekyc verification based on the yeah right no your other system yeah, right yeah. so what that opens up is that basically it allows the banks to open a new account on a fraction of second correct yeah so because the kyc is already linked with your other uh, the banks can programmatically access other via your iris and yeah. biometric and they can just start your account in no time and if that is going to be the way uh, you can sit at your home you can start your own account yeah, which yeah. is a self service or if you go to some merchant shop where you don't have a bank account that merch the vendor can create in a bank account for right, you yeah. so but somehow i feel uh, the banks are still uh, not adopting it or maybe they are lazy to adopt or what maybe there could be process uh, i i see banks will become more like a pipe basically there there the i mean like once this kind of infrastructure is in place and start adopting it and banks are just basically the buildings there because mm-hmm. it's like i mean like there are hell of a amount of use cases you can imagine if once this process goes in. see i i see this uh, now geo geo is one i think this is talked about a lot yeah, yeah at least the layman people who i talked about who don't yeah. even understand technology yeah right. they all saying okay i don't need to carry uh, yeah. three giving you other number and just you buy your fingerprint yeah. and you're done actually yes. right uh, I, i've seen that with the it department actually the, the income tax right. uh, not the <laughs> it the income yeah. tax department i've been using it for past two years okay and though i do e filing uh-huh. uh, and uh, i actually validate my uh, authenticity using other okay uh, i think they are using the e kyc e- 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 it just sends you a simple sms code to your registered phone number okay and then you're done right you yeah, right so i mean like uh, these are very unique initiatives what is happening in fintech is really disruptive basically like and it's going to change the way banking moves in india okay. basically they're going to be completely cashless they're going to be completely paperless yeah and this is like really i mean exciting days for banking which i mean like fintech which is like right and the other uh, thing uh, on the on on the same topic we were discussing is also the the other is also adding on another layer called e signature okay so i mean like for recently registering uh, the company which we were I mean, I was talking about the MCI has an interface where it provides your digital signature. Okay. And uh, the digital signatures are stored in the digital stores, mm. and which are like so. Next time when I want to do any other transaction with the government which supports e-signature or the other, uh, all I need to do is just uh, authenticate myself with the transfer of that signature. So, 
any documentation i need to do it just goes completely paperless basically. okay yeah so we are moving towards a cashless paperless yeah i mean it is good in yeah. a way i think it's good i think um, but I, i still feel i think uh, we are not utilizing the moment uh, where they have to actually uh, strike the iron when it's hot right <laughs> that's true yeah but another advantage which you can also think of is that uh, e- e- even like any mobile wallet apps can do a transfer of money between two accounts basically yeah that i think uh, i think a lot of companies are doing it right? yeah they are already <laughs> so, yeah, yeah doing it and uh, in, in future like if there are any financial organization wants to do ekyc they can just do that and because all this has a digital trail you also leave something like for credit and loan yeah, the only problem with this wallet company is uh, i think the, the banks need to adopt it right because especially if, if i am a trader uh-huh. i don't want another headache to actually sign up for another wallet account um, whatever wallet company yeah, it is right. um, i think banks if they start introducing uh, integrated with them so when i actually as a as a businessman open an account and i get this option right when i open the account right that will be awesome right i mean that, but that is where it is going to be slightly different the reason i say that, and i think there i think upay plays a big role yeah no, but the, the reason i say bank may not be successful here wallet will be successful here is if you look at the use cases what common guys use they primarily use digital currency i mean cashless transaction for recharge transfer mm-hmm. of money peer to peer transaction or transfer to an a vendor mm-hmm. so banks doesn't get into these businesses hmm. because banks doesn't want to process your recharge basically right right so wallet companies are the ones which are going to be successful on this area okay because the simple reason being they can attire to this multitude of various processes which you want to do hmm. banks are more a single focused on their own back end processes right okay so i think that is where the wallet going to play a much bigger role actually okay Okay, anything else uh, apart from this? <coughs> uh, I think uh, India Stack is another uh, very yeah, good. So India Stack is the backbone for uh, other uh, yeah for uh, I mean the uh, area APA, APA is around the other system. Other system, yeah. So which is like your EKYC or verification of identity right, or yeah. uh, the the storage of iris or biometric and everything is it. Yeah, it, it the site was pretty impressive um, uh-huh. it was definitely at uh, good standard so no i mean like the the uh, both the framework and the apis they have done like uh, very well very well done uh, i mean we we can have a detailed discussion on the architecture and encryption what they are using and stuff like that i think we should do about it yeah we, we can probably do it one more time or something but if you want to leave that aside for the today's discussion uh the way it thought processes have gone into that and then the way they are evolving that looks really impressive in terms of how it could be coincidence that rbi also initiated this uh, npci as an independent organization mm-hmm. and which was in a criss cross of technology where that got started initiating merging with i mean that they start adopting with other and stuff like that even it could be a fluke which they started but right, yeah. i mean it's not fluke as in because it is a definitely thought out strategy right. uh, but it happened everything happened in a way where you wouldn't have thought about it 5 years back when other started about this right right but when over the period of time since you have this backbone infrastructure and stuff like that and okay. other question i keep getting on this topic is that what is the difference between the 
SSN in US and other so that's very interesting so I'm as far as I know SSN doesn't link your biometric actually yeah okay maybe and I that is what that based on my information I mean whatever I am known I am known I don't know much very I mean in detail how SSN works and stuff like that but as far as I know it doesn't have a biometric actually and I don't think any other country outside India I didn't I mean tax both biometric and the social security number or a unique ID together which is very unique in terms of like I remember seeing reading UK is trying to adopt it and stuff like that not in this way any other flavor of linking their unique identification and biometric and together and stuff like that so in that way it is again another area where we are slightly ahead on the on the direction which we want to move ahead and the other question which we which we get among all the airlines and stuff like that is that are you comfortable giving all these trials and your freedom for giving biometric to government and stuff like that so this is a question which comes up again and again so there again see I'll ask you a very simple thing right especially the airlines who are asking I know they are all probably the IT guys who are very happily giving all their <laughs> to the US government yeah, just to get a visa I mean right. I am not bashing them I mean I am just saying yeah, yeah. if you can trust US right. uh, as a country and every time you enter US you, you put all your fingers not just one yeah. in almost everything right yeah. uh, you, you, for you to get even a visa you have to do it visa at least is in another like a big government body I would say you go to Disney theme park you have to pay you have to give your biometric Okay, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, you do that. And you have to use Apple Pay. You give your biometric. Yeah, somebody. obviously. Yeah. Yeah, you right. give Google Wallet. Correct. You're giving it to yeah, somebody yeah. else. So, end of the day, I mean, after the Snowden revelation and stuff like that, if you ask me, anyway, my privacy is already gone. Correct. Yeah. And uh, what level I need to manage is what is something I look at it. And if there are millions of people going to benefit from this, I wouldn't mind giving my biometric to government itself. Hmm. Right. So that is. I think the key is how uh, securely they have. Uh, I think they uh, probably they have explained we need to do. Yeah, I mean, we need to do a separate episode. <laughs> I think that is probably the key. Yeah. I mean, we are we ourselves don't know. I think there are even hacks on uh, the the US system. Yeah. So many uh, yeah. personal information have been leaked out. So I don't think any country is so secure actually. Yeah. That's exactly. Yeah. That's true. Right. So and the security is something which you cannot lock and box it today. Uh, it needs to be audited, yeah. re-implemented, verified, and then you have to port them to the newer systems and stuff like that. It isn't a continuous integration process. It doesn't stop at one place. So, so that way, but anyway, I think whatever it is, I have seen in this crisis, uh, whatever has been self-induced or it's a revolution, whatever you may want to call. Yeah. I I see a lot of small. Shops like even restaurant shops, uh, even for very small denominations, less than hundred rupees. Accepting cards. Accepting yeah. cards. Yeah. So that. Uh, but I I am also doubtful. How long will they do it? Right. You, when the maybe at six months down the line and the whole system yeah. is restored with all the small notes coming in, they may even take it back actually. No, they don't want to shell the two percent to the bank. Yeah. Even if they take the credit card system out, I am sure they will have an accustomed to start using wallets and other things. So that is the problem I see. I I don't see anyone uh, adopting that. That is because or not even giving that as an option. Yeah, that's because not of the lot. Not many of the merchants already is not aware of that. Yeah. But I see like there are some 
places i already started seeing paytm is accepted as mm-hmm. a wallet in some small shops okay and uh, so that is going to come up it is going to take a while because they need to even the merchants needs to understand how this whole system works and when i talk to many of those guys who are very educated also think that paytm is a credit card processing processing mm-hmm. gateway but that is not the case actually so it the 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 banks and both rbi and upi needs to do much more better job in terms of taking the whole literature to the to the right, public right. Right. so that is something which needs to be done at a more aggressive manner actually okay I think that's pretty much it. I want to talk, right? In yeah, and, and we will link those some of those articles. Yeah, definitely. Read, and then that's about it. So we are all. Do you want to really also talk about a little bit of on in terms of any problems in cashless economy? I think uh, uh, two things which I probably personally I feel one is the convenience factor uh, because I still feel. Um, the chip and pin though it's very secure it takes some time okay. right and especially the terminals uh, where you process sometimes are a little painful oh. uh, you you are trying about the prom- payment processing gateway correct yeah. yeah and it is also risky in the sense as especially in india it yeah. could be in india specific things i don't know uh, but sometimes they suddenly say uh, i went to notal like a couple of days back right and i didn't i hardly had any cash right and i gave the card and uh, he tried and the whole terminal was down okay. so i think the, uh, and at that case what you do actually yeah, exactly. and he doesn't have any other cashless option there yeah, right that's something i see the second is probably uh, government tracking all your yeah all your transactions yeah. what are you doing right where, where all your spending what all your spending yeah, right. though you are completely white yeah. uh, you don't have anything to hide you still have that concern of okay, somebody watching where yeah. all i am spending so not only watching there should be somebody who can manipulate that actually. correct yeah that is yeah. that is the biggest worry right. i am not even worried about watching uh, if you want me to get me to some kind of in a scenario where you don't have anything against me yeah. and then where i, I think that the data lake is a big issue right so even today if you ask somebody for a loan yeah. in one bank right. the data is leaked everywhere yeah right. and you will be surprised that you get so many calls asking are you looking for a loan right, right? how do they get it how do they know it they are so, on google definitely yeah exactly <laughs> so this kind of i mean like making it as paperless can solve that to some extent Uh, yeah. with the link up linking other and making that as a separate api calls for bank has no access to it and stuff like that and also other is also adding another layer which is basically a, uh, the one which wherein other based consent you can send whether you want your bank to see your other data and stuff like that yeah based on iris and biometrics so that is also again going to improve that actually. right okay Okay, yeah, that's about cashless economy. So let's go cashless. <laughs> There's no other option at least. I, I, I think at least for next couple of months, I think. Mine is like <laughs> already ninety nine point four six is cashless. <laughs> Same here. I think I I especially find it difficult only uh, during lunch time or uh, right or, or like a small vegetable vendors and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, uh, small vegetable vendors definitely. Yeah. Uh, lunch time if you want to you really na- like a small restaurant. Yeah. they serve very good food exactly. but they don't take card right those, those are the places where it really pains yeah those are the places will your valor systems will start yeah. working yeah so that's about it uh, let's uh, talk about sure uh, you want to talk about india as a singular no <laughs> <laughs> yeah i think i don't know i mean the only thing i see is i was uh, saying that 
this guy Parthiv Patel is back. Ah, oh, yeah, yeah, okay. Um, I feel I think Parthiv Patel was completely decimated just because Dhoni was there. I mean, nothing against <laughs> Dhoni. <laughs> But that is the fate of uh, keepers. I mean, yeah, I mean, true. Because so he was such a promising talent and yeah. Yeah, when Dhoni came in and that kind of attitude and with the captain's he take caliber he yeah, caliber basically yeah. I mean Dhoni is different level yeah. <laughs> he pretty much squashed every other keeper for 10-15 years right? <laughs> nobody can even get into the team that's very very unfair that's true if you look at it yeah. I'm saying yeah. but that is thing always right so you have opening batsman Correct. like Tendulkar dominated for I think Vigan keeper as a, as a career I would suggest all the youngsters who I mean don't even think about it it's too risky uh-huh. uh, and I think the chances of you getting into the team is very very lean uh-huh. unless that keeper really makes a lot of mistakes we have seen in Mongia rolling for many but years uh, after that Dhoni came he pretty much like 15 years nobody is there that correct team. but in, don't you see even Adam Gilchrist or like Quinton Dick uh, this I'm guy saying across the globe yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, the keepers are becoming like a phenomenal batsman and they are this issue is yeah and they are doing like phenomenal keeping also like i mean yeah. it's like that that whole level has been elevated to the next level correctly wicket keeping has just got elevated okay it is just one spot you are competing for that yeah, spot right. that's my whole point yeah, right, right so if you if you are a bowler yeah. you still have two three spots to compete for yeah and you can hope some ball will get injury which always happens yeah. uh, but wicket keeper getting injury is very 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 rare very rare but uh, i mean their fitness levels are amazing yeah <laughs> and they have so much of production also right yeah. so it's it's yeah, not true. like bowler they are exposed yeah and uh, all the hard work they are doing making them more fit i don't know so maybe that maybe. is also okay and uh, what do you think about the day and night tests which are getting popular in australia day and night tests yeah. I, i generally don't like the test format so i don't watch mind whether it's day or night but it's uh, equally boring anyways <laughs> no I, i think it is an interesting adoption i feel the the current one which is australia south africa is playing is a day and night uh, just maybe uh, so i think it is like it's an interesting i see more crowd coming in mm-hmm. so they play with color clothes no not color clothes but they color the color ball pink ball they play pink ball yeah, yeah, yeah. so <laughs> <laughs> okay <laughs> and it's very interesting i it starts at 9 am india time so you can just catch up sometime yeah, maybe i think they are trying because they want to get some crowd right yeah the crowd even after showing up yeah the work is over people want to catch up for a couple of hours yeah right. and i've seen on for crowd for test matches only in england mm-hmm. i've not seen it anywhere india also it's been going like very 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 i mean like extremely small crowd is visiting no but the only thing is i see uh, i mean though you're extending it but i, I thought Just uh, especially for especially for people in England is is to get, catch some sun. Okay. okay. Yeah. I mean that is how the whole thing started. Okay. Right? They want to catch some sun. They want to be there. But if let's say even if I spend two three hours in the evening, no. uh, I mean you won't get any result. No, I mean in- you. I go after six o'clock. Okay, watch till ten o'clock. What ten players will be will be playing defense and they will be score like fifty runs. Why did they do it? Right. <laughs> so in England, day night test may not work. but in australia india i don't think anywhere it will work no in india it can work actually i don't know because you, you are come back from your work you want to spend 4 5 hours next 4 to so do or to see players uh, meticulously playing it's better than sitting at home right still you no, you want like socially you can just instead of going like a shopping or something you just go to match and no but it has to be some excitement right will be there i mean business you are playing in day and night and i no. think the test is slowly it is like always depends on the team who play but uh, australia 
ऑफ लेट इफ यू डोंट प्ले इट इन इंडिया दे कैन मेक इट लिटल बिकॉज द स्पिन दे जस्ट किल द क्वालिटी ओके ओके एनी वाट एवर बाय बाय ऑल राइट बाय बाय सी यू